And it's another episode of This Is My Story with Trinity Chapel Church and Reverend Charlene Laver. Good morning. Good morning. We are excited about today's program. We've got some very special people with very special hearts that have very special messages. So let's get started. Good Friday morning, City of Du Bois and surrounding communities. I am Charlene Laver, pastor of Trinity Chapel Du Bois, inviting you to journey along with me with a message on worship on repeat. My only request is that you would agree to allow your hearts to be enlarged, challenged, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Worship on repeat. What does that mean? You may be saying to yourself, allow me to explain. In our last podcast, dated for July 15th, 2022, entitled Wordless Worship, we began with words, words, hurtful words, encouraging words, words without meaning, words of promises, words that threaten, words of love, words that kill, steal, and destroy, words so many words. We continued by saying, today, we will listen to words that are exemplified so beautifully, so extravagantly, that we will hear with our hearts and minds the sound of worship. Listen, listen, listen. If you have not listened to the podcast, Wordless Worship, please do. So what does worship on repeat mean? I hope by now you will have latched on to the word repeat. Yes, it means we are on repeat for part two of Wordless Worship. For those who have not heard the podcast, Wordless Worship, I wish to repeat the scripture passage for those presently listening to today's podcast so that I may bring you up to date for clarity and understanding of the topic at hand. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Jesus anointed by a sinful woman. Luke seven thirty six through 50. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, so she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair kissed them, and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who was touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. 
So he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered, has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This scripture passage tells us descriptively of her actions that speak so extravagantly of her heart of worship for the Lord Jesus. Again, I remind you to please listen to the podcast, Wordless Worship, for greater insight on this passage found in Luke. This sinner became for us the example of what worship looks like and the cost one is willing to pay and to be an aroma of fragrance as unto the Lord. Let us also consider how we might better understand this passage of Scripture through the lens of our present time and in our language from the heart. Please listen to the lyrics from the song, I Choose to Worship by Wren Collective. I choose to worship, I choose to bow. Though there's pain in the offering, I lay it down. Here in the conflict, when doubt surrounds, though my soul is unraveling, I choose you now. I will praise you through the fire, through the storm and through the flood. There is nothing that could ever steal my song. In the valley, you are worthy. You are good when life is not. You will always and forever be my song. I build my altar right here and now, in the midst of the darkest night. It won't burn out, for you are perfect no matter what. In the joy or the suffering, I sing it loud. When the enemy says I'm done, I lift my praises. When my world comes crashing down, I lift my praises. Till the darkness turns to dawn, I lift my praises. I choose to worship. I choose you now. You will always and forever be my song. 
When the world comes crashing down, I lift my praises high. Till the darkness turns to dawn, I lift my praises. I choose to worship. I choose you now. I choose to worship. I choose you now. Recently, we were given another glimpse of sacrificial worship through Bill Johnson, who is a pastor at Bethel Church, Redding, California, following the death of his precious wife. Please listen to the words of one who chooses to worship in sorrow and pain as he walks in the valley of the shadow of death. God is not a vending machine that I get to put a quarter into and withdraw from him what I want. He chooses what he gives. But it is the wicked of heart that say, God didn't do what I wanted. He is a liar. May I never be found critiquing God when things don't go my way. May I always be found having a heart ready to be critiqued by him. Is God my friend? He is. But he is my Lord first. And I'll never have the pain I'm feeling right now in eternity. So in this moment, it is a privilege to respond rightly to the Lord of my life with deeper trust and devotion. I will bow before the Lamb on the throne in awe and worship Him forever. But never will I have the face-to-face chance to do that while I'm in pain. So in this moment, I choose to do that. When I said yes to Jesus, I gave up my right to fully understand or be in charge of my life. Worship on repeat is worship upon worship, morning after morning, day after day, in all circumstance, both good and hard, will I choose to worship. Worship does not put stipulations on the Lord. Only if you do this is taken out of the equation. The choice to worship will have us speak from Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, decreeing my I will. I will trust you, Lord, with all my heart, and I will not lean on my own understanding. And in all my ways, I will acknowledge you, my Lord and my God, and you will direct my paths. Lastly, I would like to bring to remembrance our challenge by Lisa Hicks. I left you as we ended the podcast with this challenge. The alabaster jar was created to hold perfume, so that meant it was able to be opened and applied without breaking the jar. She wasn't worried about the jar. The sound of the breaking announced an extravagance worship, something new, never heard before, and released a fresh aroma that filled the room. The sound of fresh breaking is about to be heard. It is in the now we are called to praise. 
Break Open a New Praise. In the podcast, you heard the sound of breaking through the sound effects of broken glass. What was my prayer? That every listener and every home would break out in praise to be a sweet fragrance as unto the Lord. You see, each podcast is not for good listening, but to be life-changing. And so I would like to present to you what came forth by adding testimonies from experiencing not just listening to the message on wordless worship, but I would like you to listen to the worship that comes forth from those who share their testimonies. I will begin. For me, as one who was presenting the story It was a time of intimacy with the Lord. I am not sure if you will recall my voice quivering as I began to read the part of the scripture that was so descriptive of the woman weeping and washing Jesus' feet with her tears. I suddenly found myself being her as I was sharing her story. My tears began to well up. And I, too, was washing Jesus' feet with my tears and my love for Jesus, which overwhelmed me. It was as if no one else was in the room but Jesus. I wanted to be at his feet, offering my worship to him. I will never be the same again. Please welcome Pam Fennell, Megan Wright, and son Arthur Wright as they share their testimony they experienced from listening to wordless worship. Hi, I'm Pam Fennell. Good morning and thank you for the opportunity for me to share my testimony. As I listened to the podcast several times, I thought many people have a favorite place. One they believe brings refreshment, relaxation, and restoration. For my brother, it's the beach. Give him the sun, sand, water, and a golf course, and he's in his happy place. My friend, on the other hand, she prefers a walk in the woods. I believe if I asked the unnamed sinful woman in the podcast on wordless worship where her favorite place is, she would respond at the feet of Jesus. So the question for me was, where's your favorite place? Through this podcast, God showed me how my intimacy with Jesus has grown and deepened. Like the unnamed sinful woman, I can say my favorite place is at the feet of Jesus. Now, he also showed me an area where I hold back specifically in the area of extravagant worship with no fear of what others think. 
He wants more from me in that area. As I listened to this podcast and thought about my Jesus and what he did for that unnamed sinful woman, I realized he did it for me. Jesus blessed her with his presence, love, acceptance, grace, mercy, forgiveness, salvation, and peace. My testimony is this. I, too, experience salvation and the gift of eternal life at his feet. I, too, find love. Jesus' love is always and forever perfect and unfailing. He proved it at the cross. At the feet of Jesus, I find grace When my life is hard and I don't know where to turn, through Jesus' amazing sacrifice, I have a restored relationship with God, my creator, and experience undeserved love and amazing grace. At the feet of Jesus, I find mercy. When I'm overwhelmed by guilt or afraid of punishment, Jesus reminds me, I took that punishment you deserve. You have nothing to fear. At the feet of Jesus, I find forgiveness. When I feel like I failed big time, no matter what, no matter how bad, I know through Jesus as a repentant sinner, I have a clean slate. Every failure, every sin is forgiven. At the feet of Jesus, I find acceptance. When I feel like I don't fit in or I've just been rejected, I know Jesus will always welcome me, not only as a friend, but as his family. At the feet of Jesus, I find peace. When I'm unsettled, By the battles going on around me, Jesus gives me peace that goes beyond my understanding. That the world, the beach, the woods are unable to give. And I find his presence, for Jesus is always with me. So I encourage you to ask yourself, where's your favorite place? Like I said, my favorite place is now at the feet of Jesus. I encourage you to choose to sit at his feet. Worship him because he is worthy to receive all glory and honor and praise. Present yourself as a living sacrifice and be blessed like me and the unnamed sinful woman. Dear listeners, we would like to introduce to you Arthur Wright, who is four years old. He is both a prayer warrior and a worshiper who delights the Lord. May you also be inspired as he shares his precious heart in shouts of worship and prayer. What is your name? Eiffel. Arthur. What have you learned from the radio ministry? 
Cyclone Deca is my strong tower. Strong tower, that's really good. Is there anything else you've learned about God? Yeah, that he is my protector. Yeah, he is. And he is my armor. Yes, he is. And he is my and he is my And he is my shield. Yes, he is. Good job. Do you think you could say a prayer? Dear God, please protect them every day. Arthur, can you worship the Lord? God, Jehovah, he is the Messiah. He is the everlasting light. He is God. He is the Lord. I was so excited to when it was really close to morning and I would be so excited I would jump up and and start singing. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will be glad rejoice in it. I was going to sing that. I was going to do that. I think that you just did. <gasps> did I? <laughs> yes, you did. Amen! <laughs> I'm Megan Wright, and as I heard this message, and the, I sensed the urgency of this call, the urgency of my need to pursue Jesus. I have been pursuing him, but I was inspired by the way this woman did it so desperately and deliberately. She wanted to worship Jesus no matter what. So I've been challenged to press in, to press past excuses and distractions, and to press past my pain, and to find myself at his feet for worship. During this week, I had a small opportunity to practice that. Um, I received a text message, and just as we talked about those words, those they were words that hurt instantly. They stung, um, and and I had a choice in that moment. I could choose to dwell on that hurt, but I felt this nudge that I needed to stop, put down my phone, and worship, even when it was a painful place choosing to worship, even in the small things, so that way when the bigger things in life come, I can handle and be ready to worship. I also learned about forgiveness in this story. She didn't wait for Jesus to say, your sins are forgiven, and then break out in worship. She worshiped first. Mm -hmm. I want that to be my response, to worship him first. So I wanted to extend an invitation to you from the song, Come, Now is the Time to Worship by Vineyard Music. One day every tongue will confess you are God. One day every knee will bow. Still the greatest treasure remains for those who gladly seek you now. Jesus is that greatest treasure. Seek him. So I'll leave you with these words from Isaiah 55, 6. Seek the Lord while he may be found call on him while he is near. And there's promise after promise in the Bible that God comes near all who call out to him. Be deliberate, choose to worship the one who is worthy of all praise, honor, and glory. 
Amen. This has been This Is My Story with Reverend Charlene Lover from Trinity Chapel Church. And a big thank you to the special guest this time, testimonies from Pam Fennell, along with Arthur Wright, the four-year-old son of Doug and Megan Wright. Again, you've been listening to This Is My Story from Trinity Chapel Church in Dubois, located on West Scribner Avenue and online at trinity-chapel.com. If you've enjoyed these radio programs, they would love to see you in person as well. Sunday services are at 10 a.m., Bible studies on Thursdays at 6 p.m., and the Gathering at the Well, the first Sunday of every month from 6 p.m. to 8.30. You can hear This Is My Story every Friday morning on Connect FM. You can find previous episodes online. And once again, you are always welcome to attend the church in person Services are on West Scribner Avenue at Trinity Chapel Church every Sunday morning at 10 a.m.